We have a trade to announce. Colorado acquires Sharks goaltender Devin Dubnik. What's coming back? How will this impact the, the Sharks? And the Barracuda, for that matter. Let's talk about it right now. This is Teal Town Live. Good afternoon, everyone. April 10th, 2021. And the San Jose Sharks don't have their backup goaltender anymore. Uh, Devin Dumnik is off to the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for a fifth round pick in this year's draft, along with defenseman Greg Patern. And Devin Dumnik off to go get a cup potentially, as the Colorado Avalanche bolster their goaltending. Welcome to Teal Town Live. We do this whenever news breaks. So if you want to be part of the show, chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. Of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. It does go a long way to helping us out. Along with all the other social medias at tealtownusa.com. All right. Kevin, it seems only appropriate that we have you do with a voice. So it's April 10th. It's two days before the trade deadline. And as recent trade deadlines have come and gone, you find that more often than not, it's the Saturday before the deadline, <laughs> like right now, right. where you get the good old line of, we have a trade to announce. We have several trades to announce. One including the San Jose Sharks. We're going to talk about it. All right. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that buildup, but thank you, Kevin. All right. Oh yeah, we gotta go. Gotta go big. Been 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 holding the Batman back all season. <laughs> I, I have a feeling. <laughs> oh jeez. All right. So well, let's get into it. The Sharks get a fifth round pick in this year's draft. They get defenseman Greg Patern. I'm assuming that's, that's more Patern. Patern. Well thank you for telling me that now. Uh and you said it right in the pre before we came on. You Patern. said it right multiple times. Well, you know <laughs> you know, it's they didn't get me for my, my pronounceability. My my puzzles on Wheel of Fortune were were that easy. But so Devin Dubnik is now a member of the Colorado Avalanche. You you get this guy. You, you're going to get a pick in the draft. Uh, you get get some defensive help. I mean, obviously, for Patern, it's an NHL defenseman. So do we do we? I don't suspect something's up with Vlasic. Did Christian Yaros not produce as much as he expected? to be i mean uh, what what do you see from this trade uh directly well eric i think those are both valid uh, viable questions in this situation i mean with greg patterin he's a journeyman defenseman he's a he's a serviceable defenseman so let's let's bring it up right now that if he remains a shark he can be a solid but unspectacular addition to the roster if if the sharks decide that's how they want to go um, for me, I look at him as being a player who's on paper only, uh, officially right now he's on the taxi squad. He was on the avalanche taxi squad. So therefore 
he transfers over to the Sharks trans, uh, taxi squad, and then we'll see if he gets promoted. Uh, with Mark Edward Flasic, it seems like, I know I, I haven't looked into it too much, but it seems like he's not so close to being back. And say what you will about Flasic's play throughout this season, but the fact remains he's an NHL-quality defenseman. He may not be the top tier defenseman that he once was but he's still an important part of this team so he, if he's going to be out long term pattern certainly isn't going to fill Vlasic's skates but you need to bolster your depth in any way possible if you're if the, if the sharks are serious about this playoff run and with christian yaros haven't i don't expect to see the world from him um you know, if if we were, I don't think Ottawa would have traded him in the first place. But uh, nevertheless, um, Patterson, I don't think Patterson's the key in this. I really think it's the fifth round pick getting the future asset for this team that is in a, in a you, if you want to say a retool, Reset. I will say a rebuild. Uh, I'll say it <laughs> if no one else wants to. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, uh, a good trade for both teams. If you want to talk about, I'll, I'll let you speak here. But um, would like to get to the Dubnik side as well. Yeah, I mean, you hit for Devin Dubnik. He was here, you know, just this season, just brief time. Um, we we kind of had a sense that if if the Sharks were out of it, and I think more so out of it than than they are right now, sitting just entering the day, just what three points out of a playoff spot that that the would probably make a move to to flip uh Dubnik similar to what they did with Patrick Marlowe when they signed him you know just a few days into last season and then they flipped him for picks um granted a fifth round pick along with a taxi squad defenseman i i think we were expecting a little bit more but also at the same time you wonder if if his value was was cost you know was reduced a little bit because you know the sharks have been rolling with martin jones so many games definitely and devin dubnik you know there were a lot of questions about his play going into the season and i think he he performed to to expectations mm -hmm. for the sharks this year uh he had some really solid games but then he he did have some stinkers as well and with with Dubnik, uh, I'm I'm really curious to hear because I haven't heard about any retained salary in that. So, uh, if color, you know, Minnesota's already absorbing half of his cap hit as it is. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Sharks aren't retaining salary on this. Um, but with Dubnik, Colorado's getting a quality person for one. Uh, they're getting goaltending depth that they definitely need because. If you recall last season during the playoffs, the bubble playoffs, they were down to their third string, Michael Hutchinson, in game seven because Philip Grubauer can never stay healthy. Pavel Francouz has not been healthy since last year. Uh, so they definitely needed to shore up, shore up the goaltending depth. I think Dubnik uh, can step in if needed. Uh, I think from the Avalanche perspective, it's simply insurance. Uh, mostly for when Grubauer inevitably gets injured in the second round of the playoffs this year. Um, so uh, I, I like Devin Dubnik, Dubnik's game enough that um, I think it's a, it's a net positive for them, especially 
the fifth round pick, say Colorado goes to the cup finals, a, a late fifth round pick. Oh no, they're not going to be hurt by that at all. And Patterson being on the taxi squad, they didn't see much in him. Um, I, but I, I, Patterson was on the Dallas stars a couple of years ago and I thought he filled in very well for them. I believe on their third pair for most of that season. Yeah. 73 games that season. So I mean, he was playing almost 20 minutes a night for them. And I actually re recall him looking pretty good, steady defensive presence. He's been around uh, the league for the since 2013, 14. Um, so he's 30 years old. So if if the Sharks need someone to, to step in, um, I imagine it would be Patterson or Clayson if Patterson remains. Right. And that's the other thing is Frederick Clayson's still on this taxi squad as well. So you have yeah. that on the part. Vince G in the chat, and we want to thank you. Uh, Vince, uh, no salary retained on San Jose's part. Uh, so you're looking at that. So that's a straight-up trade. Uh, and also cool. the, the Minnesota trade with San Jose for uh, Dubnik didn't have any uh, – I think it, there was some salary retained by Minnesota for that. So – yeah, half half of it. So there's already a good amount going over to Colorado, so it's not too bad of a move there. Uh, but interesting comments coming into the chat, though. Uh, you know, Shushine mentioning, you know, if you've been watching other trades happening, and we'll get to some of those in, in just a moment. Yeah, I, that's literally what I keep looking <laughs> off to the side for, is I'm looking for the breaking trades. The next one that happens, because it, it seems like you said, the Saturday before the deadline is when some of the pieces really start to get moving. Shushine... When, when Reimer, sorry, we will get to Shushan, but Reimer and Polak, when we got them, that was two days before the trade deadline, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So there you go. But uh, Shushine, if you've been watching other trades happening, it's a buyer's market right now. Nobody's value is particularly high. Exactly. And it's just to maybe just to wander around what what's out there and really because of the salary situation and with COVID, you know, we I mean, the, some of the trades that are coming up that we're going to mention haven't had that cross border uh, talk just yet. Uh, right, right. You've got quarantine issues to consider. You've got expansion issues to consider. Uh, the flat salary cap. A lot of teams are pushed up against the cap this year. Right. Like we've been talking about the last uh, week's worth of shows, talking about how the Sharks are looking to absorb other teams' cap issues. But before this Dubnik trade, the Sharks really only had about $4 million in cap space, and so that's still not that much wiggle room. This trade opens that up, so uh, Shoeshine's right. Um, it's a buyer's market right now. I think the Sharks were lucky to get the fifth, and I think the Sharks could can, could possibly move Patteron for maybe a seventh, which is still, you know, a seventh. If it, I'm just hypothesizing here, but it's a seventh that the Sharks don't currently have right now so asset management right there and and for that matter i mean we know this team can do wonders with later round draft picks i mean yeah. it's it's kind of been their ammo and, and like lgrw you know you're a red wings fan so you know how how in the past your organization has done well with late picks this kind of gives them Give them an extra pick. Maybe they use it to, you know, tack it on to like say a third to move up to the draft later. Who knows? 
Um, but here's an interesting consideration, and we'll get to this. Do you guys think that the Sharks would entertain a trade for Bernier, Jonathan Bernier? He would be an upgrade from Jones, unless Jones' recent play is the new norm. I don't want to lose Bernie for nothing in the offseason. Well, that's one thing that kind of like Shang Peng mentioned on Twitter too, Kevin, is that, you know, with the goaltending situation as it is, so obviously Jones has won the starting job, but, uh, you know, Doug Wilson even said earlier, and it's on our Teal Twin Twitter, we think Kornash, I'm, I swear I'm going to get this right by the end of the season, Korshinash uh, and Melnichek are ready for this opportunity. Dumnik was unbelievable, his professionalism and work ethic, and we can't thank him enough. Uh, and we got a confirmation that it is Korshinash uh, that will be starting as the backup uh, for tonight's game against the LA Kings. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so... For those of you who are not aware, Nick Nolenberger and I recorded a new episode of In the Reef last evening that unfortunately got garbled up by uh, the Infinity Stone or something. I'm not sure what happened, but uh, yeah. But we talked about this exact topic on on the show about Kojinash. Is he ready to be an NHL goalie? And I think the time, I don't know if the time is now, but I think the time can be now. Yusuf Kojinash has had a very, very solid year. Only nine games, but still, he's looked hes looked like the goalie who was the all-star in his rookie year. He's been great. His numbers say otherwise. He's got a sub-900 save percentage. He's got a goals against average over three. But those stats are complete misnomers because... The, the level of uh, play that he's shown on the ice night in, night out for the Barracuda has been outstanding. He's, the games that he's made over 30 saves, he has not lost in regulation. Um, the, he's been a part of a couple of blowouts, but for me, he was not at fault. And that's why his numbers are kind of imploded. Recently, you mentioned Sheng Peng. Sheng Peng, it was either Sheng or Brian Trung of San Jose Hockey Now. Uh, mentioned had a quote from Kojinash who said, uh, I'm ready to step in to an NHL role. And I think he is. I really do. Uh, and the way he's been playing, I think, pushed Dubnik out. Melnichuk is a different situation because you mentioned him. I, mm, I think Melnichuk is still trying to adjust, and the injury that he just came back from a couple of weeks ago didn't help that situation. The Sharks have done a really good job, Eric, of of platooning the goalies between the taxi squad and the Barracuda roster. Essentially, what they've done all season is the the one of the two who's been with the Barracuda is always starting. Whoever is the so-called backup is the goalie on the taxi squad. So Zach Sachenko and Brian Harvey, or not Brian Harvey, Sam Harvey, uh, have basically just been there on paper. They've, you might as well consider them the e-bug. It's been <laughs> Melnichuk or Kojanash all year with the, with the CUDA. Kojanash has been the better goal. See, <laughs> on last night's show, I did not say Koronash one time. I'm sorry, I'm no it. Nick Nolenberger. Oh, I, I got it right every time. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the struggle is real, folks. Um, but yeah, Kojanash, I think he's ready. But Eric, I know on on the After Darks that I've that I've joined you with on 
over the last few weeks, I said I, at that time, I did not see the Sharks trading Dubnik without acquiring another NHL goalie. And I think long term, that would still be the best solution. Because even though Koshinash, I think, can jump into the backup role behind Jones, I think he'd still be better off finishing out the year with the Barracuda. So Jonathan Bernier is a very interesting decision to be made, as with any other goal. I mean, we suspected maybe the Sharks might be interested in Grice in the in last offseason, Jonathan Bernier as well. Uh, it's just so it's curious that it might be Detroit. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, again, we still have pretty much little under two days before the deadline hits, uh, will the Sharks make a move? I, it may, it might actually come down to tonight's game, Kevin, where if the Sharks win and they pull within a point of a, of a playoff spot because Arizona is idle, uh, it could be something interesting to see what they would do uh, for that. Uh, according to Cap Friendly, and we got a number of things coming in right now. So if you're joining us, thanks for joining us. Do us a favor. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. It does go a long way. Uh, hit that notification bell. We'll be on after the game tonight to do that. Again, to just if for those joining us, and I see a couple that are joining us, Devin Dubnik has been traded to the Colorado Avalanche for a fifth-round pick, and Greg Patern, uh and right now, according to Doug Wilson and Bob Bugner, it is Josef Korshinash that will start as the backup. I shouldn't say start, but should be the backup behind Martin Jones tonight in a game against L.A. And and with Korshinash, he was called up yesterday from the Barracuda. Uh, the Barracuda are in a crazy stretch of games right now. Um, so if it also speaks to whether or not the Sharks acquire another goalie because they're about to play six games in their next eight days, which is unheard of. And that's thanks to some schedule reschedulings here. Um, so they're going to, the Barracuda are going to need all hands on deck, but so do the Sharks because obviously they're competing for a playoff spot. Mm -hmm. um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we still see Kojanash and Melnichuk uh, flip-flop if no other goalie is acquired just to to make sure you're not overworking one goalie versus another but I do expect that if one of the backup one of the those two uh, is on an NHL roster and is going to play games I think Kojanash is the one who'd be favored to play in NHL games over Melnichuk based on what we've seen this season I don't I don't know if and if Melnichuk, if Melnichuk gets into NHL games, it's because Martin Jones has pulled. That's how I'm looking at it. And that that's obviously worst case scenario. Do you think they go full uh, Archer's Urbe 1994 where, you know, Urbe played the majority, I think, all but like a handful of games uh, here on out? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's one way to look at it, because, you know, remember, they did trade for Reimer in 2016 to give him some rest for that playoff push. If they're still going to do that playoff push, you want to go with your number one guy, especially if you have uh, Korshinash uh, and Melichuk behind you. I mean, they're maybe only getting in unless, you know, Jones is tired or injured at, at this point in my mind. Yeah, it does seem like the Sharks uh, have like year after year 
spoken of how they're protecting Jones and trying not to overwork him and and worried about his endurance. And he's been playing a lot lately and he's been performing well, luckily, you know. Right. Um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past the Sharks to maybe maybe not necessarily by trade, because you will see players go on waivers here in the next couple of days. And there are some middling I'm not I'm not saying spectacular goalies, but there are some middling goalies who we might see go on waivers. Heck, we might see Aaron Dell go on waivers for all I know. I mean, <laughs> it, it, Wouldn't it's that be very funny? well possible. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Sharks in the 11th hour decide, you know what, let's let's pluck one of these guys off waivers and keep Kojanash and Melnichuk platooning between the taxi squad and the and the American Hockey League. But um, I am curious. I have to think that there is another move to be made because I don't see them going with no goalies on the taxi squad, especially if they are going to make a playoff push. Right. Um, or, right. or are they just going to just say we're resetting? If we make it, we make it. If not, if not. Right. And and you will not. You will not. Of course, I say that now and watch. I'll be I'll be dead wrong in a week. But <laughs> I see no situation where. Kojanash and Melnichuk are the NHL backup and the taxi squad goalie simultaneously. I see because the Sharks get no benefit out of that. Having right. both goalies not playing, that is not going to happen. And Sachenko and Harvey, I mentioned them earlier, they're both signed to AHL contracts. So unless one of them uh, is signed to an NHL contract just for the sake of having being able to call one up to the taxi squad. Right. Uh, I really think there are more moves to be made. Yeah. And the Sharks have more cap space now to do it. Right. So if Bernier, if Bernier is the guy, maybe you ask Detroit to take a million or a million and a half off that salary cap hit and help out, even though we have the room. But, uh, yeah. Right. I'm curious to see. Uh, according to Cap Friendly, the Sharks now have two and a half million in projected cap space after trading Dubnik for a pattern. Uh, which translate to 11 million in deadline cap space. So the Sharks can be that middle person here, and I know there were some people speculating being the middleman for the uh, for like a Taylor Hall trade from Buffalo. Uh, so it'll remain to be seen. There are some options out there for the Sharks to pick up some picks uh, in the upcoming draft or future drafts, or get some some value uh, from maybe some prospects in organizations that are already being made to scene. That being said, there have been other trades that have gone down you know, within the last hour. I think the Dubnik trade to Colorado was the one that kind of started everything. Um, but you see Brandon Montour going from Buffalo to Florida for a third. Uh, he, he's already, you know, saying that, uh, He's already excited to get down there. Uh, per Pierre Lebrun, uh, Brandon Montour via text message says he's pumped about being traded to Florida. Fresh start. Super excited to finish strong. Um, and Br Brandon Montour was a highly touted prospect that was absolutely atrocious for the Sabres both last year and this year. So he definitely needs a fresh start. That says to me, Eric, though, that the Panthers maybe missed out on someone they were trying to get because we've seen this week they traded Vinny Henestrosa they traded Brett Connolly 
looking to acquire cap space. Now, there's still two days left, but looking to acquire caps, uh, 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 open up cap space to acquire someone else, and they get Brandon Montour. I, mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it could be, uh, or the price could be high. That's that's another thing too. Um, right. Per Frank Saravelli, as we await details, David Savard has been notified he's been traded to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. So we wonder what that what that return is. We, we... I know that Gabriel Carlson is part of the return going to to well, no Gabriel Carlson I think was on Columbus also. So that yeah. hang on, did I read that right? No. It's Savard and Carlson. No, I don't think so. I thought I saw somewhere that Carlson wasn't wasn't okay. a part of it. Um, Pierre Lebrun further on everything. Uh, is that hearing that the Blue Jacks could be getting a first-round pick if a David Sarai trade to Tampa gets concluded? The trade isn't done yet. That was of 38 minutes ago. Uh, so we're keeping an eye on all that. But there was another one that we we uh, we missed out on. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I misread. It says Gabriel Carlson is not part of the package for David Savard. So I misread that. Yeah. That was Aaron Ford's line. So that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, I'm trying to see who else did we miss. Who else did we miss, bud? I swear there was another one that we that I. Well, let me get back to my my so, transactions because. So we'll take while he looks at that. We'll take some comments in the chat here. Yeah. Um, Vince G, I I'd love San Jose to be a broker uh, to uh, for a Taylor Hall trade to gobble up some futures. Uh, that would be interesting. You can hang his banner right next to Mike Hoffman. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, you know. Uh, but you know, this is here's here, here's a part of being it, in, in you know, it worked well with the whole uh, 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 Mike Hoffman deal. Uh, and funny how that happens. But you know, it's interesting to see what's going to go down. So, and. I I hypothesize that the the Panthers might be trying to get Taylor Hall, and that would essentially be a replacement for Mike Hoffman. Which I want to say they sorely miss Mike Hoffman this year, but I, they're in first place, so do they? <laughs> do do they? And and for that matter, considering Hoffman hasn't had the best year, are they missing him that much? I don't think he's a good fit for the Blues. Like I, I, I thought that the worst decision he made was leaving Florida because I thought he fit in really well with that team. Yeah, uh, deadline cap space for Florida, they're at twelve million. Um, they're at two point seven million with regular cap space going on right now. So, they would. I mean, with twelve million in deadline cap space, you 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 look at that Taylor Hall deal. If you can go and find a way to get it done. Uh, I think you do. That gives some cap relief to Buffalo, which, you know, my goodness, Buffalo. And, and the tough part is, is that Taylor Hall's stats aren't exactly the best one, you know, but he's an $8 million cap hit. You can, you can maybe, you know, figure out a spot for him. That might be one, one thing that might push Florida who, who, you know, has been slowly, progressing upward and especially in this special you know central division where they're where they're in a dogfight with the carolina hurricanes kevin i mean i know we've been around a bit but my goodness to to see the hurricanes and panthers um 
you know, go for for a, a cup run. You know, it, it reminds me. I feel me, like the last time that happened, Ray Whitney was on the Florida Panthers and, with and, Pavel Bure, and, <laughs> and and Brett Hedekin was Actually, a Carolina it Hurricane, was. right? <laughs> so it's it's interesting to see what's going to happen there, but you know, nothing, nothing, um, nothing yet. I mean, the, do you have the only other the only other trade that I saw was the one from yesterday, which was Pat. Patrick Nemeth going from the Red Wings back to Colorado. He played a couple of pretty good years with the Avalanche uh, when they were rebuilding their team. He's so he's someone that the organization uh, knows pretty well, and that also made Greg Patteron expendable because Patteron was already on the taxi squad to right. begin with. Um, and I also think that I should have mentioned this earlier, but I think with Greg Patteron, um, I haven't actually looked at the roster numbers, but typically when you see those types of players get added to deals. It's usually because a team needs to move a body off the 50 man organizational roster. So I wouldn't be surprised if this trade is really Dubnik for the fifth. And then just to move a body pattern got moved to the sharks, which is again, why I feel like pattern might just be a paper transaction only. And maybe he gets, moved for a seventh for a team looking a little for a little bit more depth again as we talked about earlier in case you're just joining us we did talk about Vlasic's injury uh pattern not is not going to be filling in for Vlasic by any means but it is possible that uh if Vlasic is out long term and the Sharks aren't feeling comfortable with someone like Yarosh or, or Clayson stepping in Give Patterson a shot and see what happens because he he was pretty good a couple of years ago for Dallas. So, so I think that'll do it for us at the moment here. Uh, again, to reiterate, Devin Dubnik is now a member of the Colorado Avalanche, uh, fifth round pick, and Greg Patterson uh, go come to San Jose in the deal. Uh, unknown if he will be playing or be in the area for the game tonight. Uh, of course, you know, depending on Santa Clara County protocols, he may not be able to right away. But that that's an interesting one part to see, especially since things are starting to happen in the NHL trade deadline. Uh, yeah, I expect it to be a slower one, but it should be an interesting one, uh, as, especially you throw in the wrinkle that there's an expansion draft in the summertime as well. So people, so teams will be getting ready for that. So in case you missed anything and you want to watch us again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher. Everything listed down below, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and of course, always available at tealtownusa.com. So with that, uh, Kevin, appreciate you uh, jumping on with me here. Uh, and thank you. Uh, of course, if anything else breaks, we will jump back on uh, to uh, inform everybody about this because it's going to be an interesting one. And the Sharks are kind of in a kind of an interesting spot here. They could they could go either way, but you kind of don't want them to be like go crazy and be like a buyer like Brian Campbell or Bill Guerin in the in the past. So. I don't think it's going to come to that. No. Um, and I don't think the Sharks have the resources to do trades like that. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, Marcus Sorensen still to be watched for. Patrick Marlowe, I still don't think Patrick Marlowe gets traded. But you never know. I mean, a team might ca come 
calling with a seventh round pick. Mm -hmm. You never know. Um, but we'll see what happens. And also, of course, the Sharks play tonight. So we'll have more to say on After Dark uh, about this trade and, and any others that may come in. That's right. So that's it for us. He's at Kevin Lacey 22 I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. As Kevin said, we will be back with you later tonight for Teal Town After Dark following Sharks and Kings. That game is at 7.30. Until then, thanks for watching and keep it teal. All right. I, this is how I, I'm out of it. Keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great day, everyone. We will see you tonight following the Sharks and Kings on After Dark.